Introducing Position Group Monday. Starting this week, every Monday until training camp, we will preview a Washington Commanders position group. And this week, we're starting off with Washington Commanders quarterback situation ranking and projecting both Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This Monday episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget, you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And you can continue the conversation over on subtext at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders, where you can go one-on-one with me because I'm your host, David Harrison, Washington Commanders beat reporter for Commander Country, Sports Illustrated's fan nation site covering the Commanders, also on Twitter at dharrison82. Here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, I appreciate all of you everydayers for your continued support of the show. On today's episode of Locked On Commanders, we're going to discuss the quarterbacks on the Washington Commanders roster, where they're coming from, and how they might help you win your fantasy football league. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on today to get started. So to get started with the quarterback conversation, first we're going to talk about where these quarterbacks came from. And this is where we get the opportunity to talk about all the quarterbacks on the roster. As we get through this conversation, though, you're going to see kind of the depth quarterbacks will kind of fall off on the roster just because or fall off the conversation just because there's not a whole lot of fantasy outlook for a third string or a practice squad quarterback, right? Um, as far as dynasty leagues are concerned, I would love to give you some dynasty advice and some dynasty opinions, but I'm going to be quite honest with you. My dynasty team and our, our locked on dynasty league, not doing, not doing very well. So maybe I'm not the guy to talk to about dynasty football, but I do make the playoffs in my money league. My league of record, as I like to say, uh, every single season. So I'm pretty good at this fantasy thing. I always win, but I'm always very, very competitive, which I think is what. Uh, we want, right? So we're going to begin our look back at 2022 with, of course, Sam Howell uh, in 2022 entered the league as a fifth round pick uh, made by the Washington Commanders after he was projected to go much, much higher for uh, most of the lead up to the weekend and uh, the season before the year before uh, a lock to be a first round pick. Some people talked about the number one overall pick, all these things. And then we, we've kind of talked about this before every day, as you'll remember, plenty of conversations about Sam losing all of his weapons before his final season uh, in Chapel Hill with the uh, North Carolina Tar Heels there, and then ultimately having a quote-unquote down season, which was still actually a fairly good, fairly productive statistical season, leading to uh, the, the apparent dip in his his draft stock. In fact, Bleacher Report, in their final multi-round mock draft uh, before the 2022 NFL draft, they had Sam Howell going to the Seattle Seahawks with pick number 40, in the second round, pick 40 in the second round, which is still, you know, a, you know, a, a big drop from being maybe the top quarterback taken or a number one overall pick or at least a first round pick going from that to 40th. Still a pretty good drop. Instead, though, he actually went 104 picks after that, even going 144 again to the Washington Commanders. Now, Howell's scouting grade from NFL.com's Lance Zerline was a 6.22. He gave him a 6.22 overall grade. And that categorized him as will be an average starter uh, in the NFL. We're going to get a chance probably to find out this year. Uh, however, 
with that grade. He had the third highest production score among all quarterbacks in last year's NFL draft, the seventh highest athleticism score, and the third highest total score, yet he was the sixth quarterback drafted. So he has that production, multiple years of production, leadership. Obviously, the loyalty is through the roof to stay in North Carolina when he could have come out uh, and made millions and millions of dollars. And he's the third highest graded or scored uh, quarterback, according to the metrics, yet he was the sixth quarterback drafted. So obviously a dip in, in the the opinions of pros and scouts and, and all that stuff across the NFL, right? In comparison, when you look at this year's class, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker received a 6.23 grade, so 0.01 higher than, than Sam Howell's in his 6.22. And he was selected, Hooker was, with the fifth pick in the third round. That's 76 picks higher than Sam Howell. So that 0.01 apparently accounted for 76 picks when you compare the two years drafts and where these quarterbacks went and hooker is coming off of a torn ACL on top of it. When you look at that and, and his development. So uh, obviously a very big discrepancy there. I think it was just a, an example of the massive underselling that the league experienced around last year's quarterback class and how it impacted Sam Howell directly. And it's, it's kind of an interesting contrast because uh, I'll get on here and talk every draft season, whenever, the team that I'm covering starts talking about, oh, get a quarterback, get a quarterback, get a quarterback. And I always kind of get frustrated by the overdrafting of quarterbacks and how this league tends to kind of take a stance of go get a guy instead of get the guy uh, and all these things. And you go back kind of years and years and, you know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles jumping up to go get Carson Wentz, the Rams jumping up to go get Jared Goff. And, you know, look, the evaluations are the evaluations, but Back when those trades happened specifically, and they're not the only ones, I don't mean to necessarily isolate them, but just an example of this happening when those guys, when those teams traded up and, and gave up uh, as much as they did, didn't, for my opinion, for my look, didn't seem like the types of quarterbacks, the types of players that you would want to go up there and get, but both teams basically were like, we need a quarterback. And, you know, I don't know, I, I think we've seen that not work uh, very well, more so than we've seen it work very well. Now, the Eagles, you know, they've got two Super Bowls, so I don't think they're regretting any decisions they've made uh, along the way. But, you know, I digress. You can't necessarily say, well, go get a quarterback and whether it's him or not, you'll win a Super Bowl anyway. Anyway, back to back to Sam Howell. Of course, uh, it worked out well for for Washington, right? The, the underselling of quarterbacks last year worked out well for Washington because they got what we believe that they had a day two grade and evaluation on and quarterback and Sam Howell. They got that day two guy in the second round of day three, right? The fifth round overall, second day, second round of day three. Uh, and now Sam Howell is their quarterback one as we get ready to enter training camp. Now, granted, granted, he likely would have been a starter earlier had he been drafted closer to his actual evaluation, but he did get the one start against the Dallas Cowboys in week 18 of last year after the commanders had already been eliminated from playoff contention. If you remember, the idea was that Taylor Heineke was going to start the game, but then Sam Howell would eventually come in uh, and get some reps. And then Taylor Heineke went to the coaching staff, said, hey, Sam deserves a start. He's, he's done everything he needs to prove that he's ready. Let's give him the start. And there you go. Sam Howell got the start. Now, in that game, Howell completed 57% of his passes for 169 yards through one touchdown and one interception, along with five carries for 35 yards and a touchdown. That rushing touchdown produced the uh, the famous flex that, that Eric Bieniemy said he appreciated uh, so much when he saw it from Sam Howell. Now, that, along with his practice and his meeting performance, convinced head coach Ron Rivera that Howell had what it takes to potentially lead this team into 2023. And it didn't take very long into the offseason for the team to make it publicly known that he would enter the offseason workout program as the top quarterback. And that basically eliminates the Washington Commanders from taking a day one quarterback, really a day two quarterback for the most part, 
uh, but also takes them out of the running for veteran quarterbacks like Derek Carr, who was on the trade block and eventually released by the Las Vegas Raiders. Eventually, though, the team did land on a veteran addition to the quarterback room after they lost Taylor Heineke to the Atlanta Falcons. They turned right around side Jacoby Brissett, who spent 2022 with the Cleveland Browns. While the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson to be their quarterback of the future, they also found themselves in need of a veteran option to fill the gap because Watson was suspended until week 12. In the 11 weeks that Watson, before Watson returned, Brissett started all 11 of those games, going four and seven as a starter, completing nearly 64% of his passes for 20 or 2,608 yards, 12 touchdowns, and six interceptions. He also ran the ball 49 times for 243 yards and two touchdowns. Now, while Brissett is new to the team, third string quarterback Jake Fromm was with Washington last year. Fromm didn't get any playing time last year. But he seems pretty well cemented as the team's third quarterback this offseason. Uh, uh, going to be their option this year for that. And with the new emergency quarterback rules, could be dressing more than he ever has before in case they need an emergency quarterback. Another newcomer, along with Brissett, is undrafted free agent quarterback Tim DeMorat, who spent five years at Fordham and in his final season won the Patriot League Offensive Player of the Year award for the third straight season. He had a season-high 503 passing yards against Ohio last year, uh, and that included an 84-yard pass in that game, which was his longest of the season. DeMora also, DeMora also threw 56 touchdowns and ran for five more while throwing just 10 interceptions. So very efficient, very intelligent with the ball. He'll likely end up on the practice squad, but training camp and preseason opportunities could give him a chance to show what he's got as far as potential for the NFL. So that's how 2022 went for our quarterbacks. Now let's look at what the experts think and where these quarterbacks stack up entering 2023. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to Join the the Washington Nationals are currently last place in the NL East, and it's not likely that Washington is going to see postseason play this season. But if you think they could pull it off and even win the World Series this year, then you can make $100,000 on a $100 bet right now on FanDuel for the Nats to win the World Series. However, if you want to maximize this no sweat first bet offer, then place $1,000 on either the Braves or the Dodgers. And if they win, whichever team you choose, you could earn $4,300 in profit. But if they lose, you get that $1,000 back in free bets for your troubles. And if you want to stick to the commander's wagers, then you can go in and bet on Washington to win the Super Bowl at plus 6,000 odds. Or you could go the safer route and bet on the over-under win total for the commanders currently set at six and a half games and minus 122 odds to hit the over. So don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thanks again for making Locked On Commanders your first listen or view of the day. Turning now to our quarterback outlook rankings, looking at divisional rankings, conference rankings, and league-wide rankings. We're going to start with a wide lens, and then we'll bring it in closer. So we're going to start off looking at the league rankings and how some of the national aspects, not national outlets, uh, are looking at these quarterbacks, this quarterback room uh, here in Washington. Now, 
these national outlets for the most part are using Sam Howell as the starting quarterback when ranking the position for the offseason. Every day, as you know, we expect Howell to be the starter, right? Jahan Dawson's gone on the record talking about Sam Howell as the starter. Coach Rivera is raving about him. Eric Bieniemy is raving about him. It would be quite the 180 uh, if the team suddenly turned to Jacoby Brissett. But training camp is still, you know, to come. Preseason games are still coming. So never say never type of thing. It's not set till it's set. But head coach Ron Rivera continues to deliver the message that this is still a quarterback competition, even though Sam Howell is getting all of the first team reps. That being said, here are some league-wide rankings that I found uh, from national outlets, some of the more popular national outlets. We're going to look at Pro Football Focus, NBC Sports, and then USA Today. Pro Football Focus, in their ranking of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL, again, they used Sam Howell. They ranked Howell number 27 out of the 32 uh, projected starting quarterback saying another quote, another almost total gamble. Howell was given one game late last season to audition for the starting job and performed well in it. He completed 11 of 19 passes for 168 yards and a touchdown while rushing for 35 yards and another score. Howell was seen as a legitimate prospect before sliding all the way to the fifth round of the 2022 draft, but expecting anything above this would be wildly optimistic End quote. Um, I don't know if expecting above the 27th ranked quarterback in the NFL is necessarily wildly optimistic. I, I would certainly call it optimistic. There's not, there's only the one game, you know, like they mentioned, like we've mentioned to really go off of Sam Howell. So you don't want to sit here and kind of blow the trumpet or bang the drum too, too loudly right at this point in time. Uh, but I think that, you know, hoping for a top 22, top 20 type of performance out of Sam Howell, Sam Howell is optimistic, but not necessarily wildly optimistic. Still PFF has Sam Howell 27th overall uh, among other NFL quarterbacks. NBC Sports ranks Sam Howell as their 39th overall quarterback, and this is coming from Chris Sims, who ranks his top 40 quarterbacks in the NFL, so he's got backups uh, on that list. And according to Chris Sims, guys, there's six or seven backups that are better uh, than Sam Howell, so we'll see how that prediction unfolds and, and winds up uh, by the end of the season. USA Today uh, kind of combined Sam Howell and Jacob Brissett, basically just said the Washington Commanders quarterback room and they ended up putting them number 28 in the nfl so a little bit more online with what pff says one spot lower uh certainly not nearly as bad as uh chris sims has sam howland you know there's not a whole lot of description on chris sims's uh list maybe he said it on his show i don't know i don't watch his show but uh maybe it's just because of the lack of experience i don't know maybe he's not willing to really project all that much which would be fair uh if that's the case we'll get into that here uh, in just a little bit. Now, USA Today was one of those outlets that actually put together a tier of quarterback rankings, and they put Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett in tier six, which is young enough to earn the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, not exactly a spring chicken at this point in time, so that's obviously preferring or uh, referring to Sam Howell. The average ranking there because of those rankings is the 31st overall quarterback in the National Football League this year, of course, skewed quite a bit by uh, Chris Sims in his 39th overall ranking for Sam Howell. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett did not make Chris Sims' top 40. Now, when we look at those national rankings and we break it down to just the NFC, uh, according to PFF, Sam Howell is the 13th best NFC quarterback. That's 13 out of 16, so they're towards the bottom. NBC Sports is the number 18 quarterback in the NFC. Obviously, there's only 16 teams, so again, some backups making that list, including Taylor Heineke, who is projected to be the backup behind Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. Uh, Heineke coming in as the 16th overall quarterback in the NFC. USA Today, uh, Sam Howell slash Jacoby Brissett, again, number 13 overall 
in the NFC for a total average of the 14th overall quarterback in the NFC out of 16 possible options this year. Now, the NFC East rankings this is where I'm going to come in, right? I'm going to leave the, the national and, and conference rankings to the to the national guys because they you know look at every team on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. That's what they're paid to do. I am paid to pay attention to Washington because I pay attention to Washington. Obviously, I'm paying closer attention to Philadelphia, Dallas, and the New York Giants than I am any other teams outside the division. So I'm going to go ahead and rank my top NFC East quarterbacks. Again, if you've got a differing opinion, by all means, leave it in the comments. Let me know what your ranking is. And if you agree, let me know why you agree. Number one, I've got Jalen Hurts with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's, you know, just took his team to the Super Bowl. I think he showed that dynamic passing ability, rushing ability. And I think that he takes another step forward uh, this year. Number two, I've got Dak Prescott out of the Dallas Cowboys. Solid quarterback. I don't think he's the kind of guy you can put your franchise on his back and let him just kind of carry you to the mountaintop. I think the Dallas Cowboys have seen that, are starting to kind of understand that. And every day, as you know, we've kind of talked about the lack of weapons for the Dallas Cowboys, the lack of effort to replace the weapons they lost for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not completely sold on the Brandon Cooks arrival. And, and you know, I don't necessarily I'm not on the same train as some people are that that's going to just completely unlock this offense and turn Dak Prescott into an MVP. I could be wrong. It's just not what I see right now. What I could also be wrong is about where Sam Howell ranks because I've got him third in this division as a leader of the Washington Commanders. And then, of course, that means I've got Daniel Jones fourth uh, leading the New York Giants. Look, watching him play twice, uh, this looks much more like a Giants team that wins in spite of their quarterback instead of winning with their quarterback. When you have to put it on Daniel Jones, that is not good news, usually for the New York Giants. Now, every quarterback can get hot for a game or two, granted, but I just don't think consistently Daniel Jones uh, is going to be that guy or has been that guy. And I think they made a big mistake paying Daniel Jones instead of Saquon Barkley. I think you pay Saquon Barkley, you franchise tag Daniel Jones. Uh, that's the route I would have gone. They went a different route. They may not have their all-pro caliber running back because of it. Is it a little presumptuous to put Sam Howell against up above Daniel Jones right now after just one game? Yeah, I'll admit to that, but that's where I see these quarterbacks stacking up. Honestly, it would be the same ranking even if Jacoby Brissett wins the job. He would still be my third quarterback in the NFC East. Of course, the real game is important, right? Obviously, but so too is fantasy football. Fantasy football is something that a lot of football fans are involved with. You are probably involved with fantasy football. So we're going to take a look at the buzz on Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, their fantasy outlooks. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Fantasy outlook times here for quarterback Sam Howell, quarterback Jacoby Brissett, Washington Commanders quarterbacks, and again, uh, you know, Jake Fromm, third string quarterback as of right now, Tim DeMora, undrafted free agent rookie. Uh, you know, you saw them fall off of the conversation last in the last segment because they're just not being ranked right now uh, on the national scale or in the division. And then, of course, they really don't have a lot of fantasy value at this point. Um, so they're going to fall off that conversation as well. But certainly want to make sure everybody remembers they are on the roster. They're practicing. They're preparing. Um, so and certainly some ability within those two. Uh, young gentlemen. So looking at the fantasy outlooks for Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett uh, as best we can, we looked at, again, three more uh, fantasy sources, Pro Football Focus, Fantasy Pros, and Yahoo Fantasy are the three that we turn to here for this conversation. And Pro Football Focus has Sam Howell as their number 27 overall fantasy quarterback. I believe that's where they ranked him among all starting quarterbacks. So it certainly makes sense in that aspect. But we all know that your statistics on the football field don't necessarily marry your fantasy value, right? Sometimes players 
uh, can have maybe lesser stats according to the NFL and as they stack up against their peers. But depending on how stacked those 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 stats are and how touchdown reliable those those stats are, uh, sometimes the fantasy value of a guy can be higher than his actual finishing in the NFL among his peers. Uh, now, this Sam Howell ranking number 27 is in tier six and uh, PFF ranked their fantasy players by tiers in tier six. For pro football focus is, quote, unquote, an injured Kyler Murray and low floor quarterback. So uh, they've got Sam Howell. You know, Kyler Murray is in this tier uh, because he's injured. Nobody's expecting him to play. So if you're a year to year, a season to season draft league, you're probably looking to avoid Kyler Murray. Right. And then you've got low floor quarterbacks. So basically saying Sam Howell has potential to really kind of bottom out in this first year as a starter, which I think is a fair assessment. You know, you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, I would probably put him in more in tier five high end question mark quarterbacks. You know, he's got a lot of weapons around him, a lot of opportunity for screen plays that could break big, things like that. That's still, you know, touch passes that are basically end around runs. If that's a touchdown, that's a touchdown pass for, for a guy like Sam Howell. And he's got a very creative uh, offensive coordinator in Eric B. So I think I would probably put him in tier five, but that's pretty close to tier six anyway. So not a lot of uh, anger here. Uh, from these tiers but for those curious tier one was high-end passers with high-end rushing ability so think Patrick Mahomes those kinds kinds of guys tier two is a choose your fighter type of quarterback high-end rusher or high-end passer that's where a guy like Joe Burrow who's not going to give you a lot of rushing yards but he's a very top-end passer uh sit tier three pushing for a high rate of weekly 12 finishes tier four established fantasy quarterbacks that we can mostly rely on tier five again high-end quarterback uh, question mark quarterbacks tier six and injured Kyler Murray and low floor quarterbacks tier seven uh, was so you're saying there's a chance right and I think guys like Kyle Trask of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers live there along with Jacoby Brissett Jacoby Brissett tier seven the number 42 all overall quarterback so probably not going to look to draft him but he's kind of the guy that maybe if you've got a roster spot maybe you stash him in case there's a replacement or an injury Sam Howell number 27 if you're in a 12 team league with two quarterbacks then obviously that's 24 quarterbacks that are going to get drafted. Maybe you take a flyer flyer on Sam and reach a little bit, you know, three or four spots to get him there in the final round of your draft, hoping on that upside. Uh, maybe that could that could pan out for you. Maybe not. But if you're in a in a one quarterback league, uh, even as a backup, I don't know. I would I would probably stash Sam Howell as my backup quarterback uh, if I was you know willing to. Again, like like most NFL teams, if you're a fantasy team, starting quarterback goes out. A lot of the times, that's pretty much it. Your goose is pretty much cooked, right? Fantasy pros, uh, turning to them now, Sam Howell is tier five. Now, they don't label their tiers with any fancy headlines or anything, but they do break them down into tiers. They have Sam Howell as their fifth tier, as a fifth-tier quarterback, uh, which sounds higher than PFF, but they actually have him as the number 29th overall fantasy quarterback, which is two spots lower than PFF. Uh, they have him listed after Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers, which I think is a little interesting because I don't think Trey Lance is going to get a lot of playing time this year. And uh, when he did, he didn't look very well. But uh, but they've also got him before Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans, which makes a lot of sense. And then Jacoby Brissett is also in tier five. So you see kind of how big that tier is. But he's the 35th ranked quarterback. So six spots below where Sam Howell is sitting. They've got him after Will Levis of the Tennessee Titans. I don't know about that. Um, from a volume standpoint, sure, Will Levis has has the opportunity, obviously, to get more volume, and volume can be king in fantasy, so maybe that's where they're coming from. Again, no descriptions here from the fantasy pro guys with their rankings, but uh, that was a little suspect to me. But again, if you're just looking at the likelihood that Mike Vrabel and his staff in Tennessee are done with Ryan Tannehill and will pull the plug to put Will Levis in by, say, week four, and then he'll run the rest of the season, okay, volume 
is obviously going to be more there for or more likely there than Jacoby Brissett. But they do have Jacoby Brissett coming off the fantasy boards uh, ahead of Sam Darnold with the San Francisco 49ers. So keep an eye on him. If you're looking at waiver options or if you do get a quarterback uh, injured or, or on a buy, something like that, you may want to uh, keep that in mind. Yahoo Fantasy has Sam Howell, Sam Howell as the number 27 overall quarterback come in. Uh, the high now they their their ranking system is interesting. They've got a bunch of analysts, and they basically all rank the quarterbacks, and then they average those. So Sam Howell's ranking really came through as an average of number twenty-seven, but his highest ranking was number twenty-one overall, which is the highest that we've seen him uh, from a national analyst, and that was Dalton Del Don who put him there. The lowest ranking, however, was number thirty-six. So we're now back towards like the Chris Sims uh, area of this thing, and that came from Matt Harmon. Uh, again, going after Ryan Tannehill in this case. So that's interesting. I would definitely to put him before Ryan Tannehill, but before Bryce Young, the rookie quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Kobe Brissett is the number 35th overall ranked uh, quarterback, according to Yahoo Fantasy. His highest ranking, number 27 overall by Matt Harmon. So Matt Harmon obviously uh, prefers veterans. And then the lowest was number 38 by Andy Barron. Uh, again, after Sam Darnold is where Yahoo projects him before Gardner Minshew. Now with the Indianapolis Colts. So those are those experts. Where am I drafting Sam Howell? I'm drafting Sam Howell after Tua Tonga Vailoa. And, you know, again, I can't, I'm not going to break down my entire tire list. So there might be a guy that you have below Tua Tonga Vailoa in your personal opinion that, but you would have over Sam Howell. I get that. Um, but I'm going after Tua Tonga Vailoa. I'm going to go before Daniel Jones again. I, I might be putting the cart before the horse, but I don't, uh, I'm not buying the Daniel Jones hype. So where am I drafting Brissett? I'm drafting him after Derek Carr. If he and this is if he's the starting quarterback, I'm drafting him after Derek Carr, but I'm drafting him before Mac Jones. So that's our quarterback breakdown again. Every Monday between now and training camp, we will break down a new position group, talk about where they came from, what the national media is saying about what they're going to do, and then we'll add in a fantasy flair uh, as well. Coming up tomorrow, we've got another mailbag episode coming. So again, if you want to get your questions in for that or future mailbag drops. Put them in the YouTube comments. Email them to LockedOnCommanders at gmail.com. Hit me on Twitter at dharrison82 or via subtext at joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnCommanders. As always, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Every day, thank you so much for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. And remember, you can continue the conversation with me over at joinsubtext.com slash locked on commanders. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, part of your routine. And if you have anything else Washington Commanders related that you want to know or discuss, make sure you also follow me on Twitter at dharrison82. Until we speak again, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 